levels is good. The levels, the levels, the levels is good. What a boy. Good evening and welcome back to another edition of the MyT Sports Podcast. I am your host, the one knowing talent through my Taylor. Yo, this is another Infuego Day in the hottest city in the world. We're coming at you live and direct from South Florida. And boy, I'm telling you, do we have a big show for you today. It is officially September 12th. It's one day after September 11th. We had a whole week of football going on. Like, you understand, like, in week one, we got to see the Cowboys way. We got to see knockouts, tap outs. We know we're going to have some birthday shout outs. We're going to talk about BG as she continues to be locked up. Well, you know what? I don't know about you guys, but I'm, I'm going to talk a little something that's near and dear to my heart. That's a little build a holiday. Well, we're going to build a holiday. I'm going to teach you guys how to build a holiday. Right? We're going to talk about the co- some college hot, hot seats. We're going to talk about the rat. I actually get a chance to talk some Knicks talk and some legacy talk. We're going to talk about all that and more next on Volume 8, Episode 3, at 400 and track 457 out of my T-Sports Podcast. But you know what we say here. Regardless of the time and regardless of the weather. What's going on, Martha? We see you on the calling line. The, the phone lines are open. Don't forget, the phone lines are open immediately. So you know what we say? Regardless of the time and regardless of the weather. You play to win the game. My mouth. It's always a good... I'm sorry. It's always a blast on the Mighty Sports Podcast. You play to win the game. Back at it like a sports fanatic. My T Sports. You guys are ready for this? Hey, and don't you guys forget, the call-up line is open. The call-up line is open. Follow the link and join the call-in line. Giants fans, call up. Cowboys fans, call up. Lamar Jackson fans, you definitely going to want to call up, especially if my, if my co-host pops in today. Lakers fans, call up. College fans, yeah, we want to hear from you too. All of you guys, you call up. The phone lines are open. But you know what we do before we start any podcast? Before we start any podcast, we like to give our little birthday shout-outs. You know what we do here, right? Is that we like to give a birthday shout-out to everybody that had a birthday since the last time that we were on the air. So let's go ahead and get that and get that music in your ear. Hey, yo, DJ Maite. Can I get that guy a little more? I like that. You like that? I like that because, yeah, it's your birthday. We said it's your birthday. It's your birthday. It's your birthday. It's your birthday. It's your because it's your birthday. We sing happy birthday. 
Happy birthday, happy birthday, happy birthday, happy birthday. Yeah, we want to say happy birthday shout out. Listen, we only have one birth. If I checked properly, that is. I only saw one birthday that popped up on my Facebook, right? That popped up on my Facebook for over the weekend, and that is one. And that is, and that is for one Chungus, Chungus, pleasure, brethren, pleasure to have worked with you and call your matches for a whole entire weekend in Naples. Man, how long ago was that? Whew. That was that was that was that was right around spring break. Was that spring breakish? I think that was spring break. Yo, shout out for the vodka and lemonade that keeps me tipsy. Am I unmuted everywhere? I just want to make sure I'm not muted anyway. What's going on, chill? But we see you popping up on the on the call-in hotline. You calling in already? See, he already heard the phone lines were open. He learned the phone lines open. You make sure you text KJ so he don't run from this conversation. Cause he said he was gonna be here. I don't see no KJ. The show has started. I don't see no KJ. I don't know. Apparently, you guys supposed to have this conversation rolling, and I don't see no KJ. So you guys let me know. Right? So, like I said, we have a birthday. I know that's the only birthday that we had, folks. And that was on Saturday to my boy Chungus. So, to Chungus, we want to wish you a happy birthday. We hope you party hard. Hope you enjoy everything. Hope you regret nothing. But more importantly, more importantly, you get your weekends at Bernie's on. And you continue to stay. My, my, my. You likes that? I likes that. You likes that? I likes that. But like my boy Chill Will likes to say, Ayo, DJ Mighty, cut the beat. Can't forget about our senior Cleveland correspondent, Chill Will, up in the building. He over there in the corner. Now, he ready. He, yo, I'm telling you, today was a heated Monday. Like, today was a heated Monday. Like, like, we came back on the podcast last week. But I was really just in preparation for this week. Like, all last week, we had all, we had all kinds of issues. Like, we ain't got no issues this week. Like, you can, yeah, you can hear me on Instagram. You can hear me on Facebook with no problem. You can hear me on Twitter Spaces, no problem. You can watch the video on Twitter with no problem. You can watch the video on YouTube, no problem. You can watch the video on Twitch with no problem. Like, we're everywhere that you want to be. You in more places than American Express. Like, the only thing that's in more communities than the, than the Mighty Sports Podcast is, is hookers. Like, don't fact check me on that one, but I'm pretty damn sure. And don't, and don't you guys forget, don't you guys forget, make sure you like, you share, you follow, and you subscribe to the podcast. You do all that, right? You do all that. You do the whole quartet, right? You Like, if you listen to the podcast, like, you don't want to listen to the podcast by yourself. Like, like, like next time you run into one of your people, you want to be like, yo, you want to hear this motherfucker's on the podcast? Yo, yo, make sure you share the podcast. Sharing is caring. Remember, clapping is a group activity. It at least takes two. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, let's, let's 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 get into the podcast. Let's get into the podcast. I, I think you guys know how this happens, right? Like, let's let's go ahead and start off with our mighty topic of the day. And our mighty topic of the day is a special topic that we like to throw into every single podcast, right? And what we do is that, and for this topic, we've been doing this for the majority of the last two hundred and seven days. Like I feel like since about like day fourteen, we've been we've been making sure that that, that this young lady does not get forgotten. So we want to give a special shout out to, to Brittany Griner. Hopefully she can return home safely. If you can't keep it in your in, in in whatever positive thoughts or positive prayers or whatever positive energy that that you use to inspire hope, right? And and you look to look to for your guidance. Right? Go ahead and do that. What Geno Smith is four for fifteen? The fuck? 
Sorry. Sorry. The jet fan in me almost glitched. But this is what happened. When a quarterback goes to competent organizations, they get a chance to learn from some decent veterans. And now look at them. First game of the season, 4 for 15. You understand? Geno Smith throwing 4 for 15, that was his completion. Like, he had 14 completions his whole entire season with the New York Jets. So the fact that he got 15 right now in one game to eight different receivers... He hadn't hit eight different receivers a whole entire season. Now, I, mean, I know you're talking about it. It's the Jets. Like, what do you expect? It's the, it's the Jets over here. Like, what are we talking about? I'm just saying, though. It's also Geno Smith. Pumping those finest. I don't know if you guys know this, right? Please listen to the podcast. But Geno Smith grew up less than 20 minutes from where I'm at right now. He went to school right down the goddamn block. It's really hard to talk shit about Geno Smith in this area. Geno, Geno Smith is... is, is, is is one of he's one of the local saviors. You understand? Like, but you know, you have to understand. Like, he does stuff for the does stuff for the community and for the people in his community. Like, see, look at that force feeder to DJ Metcalf. That shit wasn't gonna stop. DJ Metcalf got hands. Like, people act like DJ Metcalf didn't have hands, right? Didn't have a catch radius, and couldn't add and couldn't separate in coverage. Things that Geno Smith rarely had. When he was a Jet. I mean, he had a little bit of Brandon Marshall, I think. Eric Decker. Mm, Eric Decker really couldn't get space at the time that we got him. That was that dude's name. That fucking male model that all the chicks I knew was fucking fiending over. Like, they don't know no football player's name. All of a sudden, I mentioned Eric Decker one time. And they're all their eyes that are like, Eric Decker, I know that name. How the fuck you know Eric Decker? Google Eric Decker. He's a Calvin Klein fucking underwear model. And listen, not for nothing. That's probably what you I need to do with your athletes. Put them in more underwear ads. You'll, you'll gain the whole entire female audience that you're looking for. You know what I mean? Maybe they'll forget that all your, that half of your players are beating up women every goddamn day. Every other day. Not all of you. Just a good amount. I mean, you know. But again, let's rewind this back. Because listen, as, as you guys know, if you're familiar with the Mighty Force Sports Podcast, if you're not... Yeah, that sound that you hear is me blowing one in the ear. Yeah, I like to relax my mind, let my conscience be free while you're listening to the sports of MYT, right? So, if you guys don't know, if you're unaware, I like to I like to have a game on in the background. And obviously it's Monday night. It's football season. What else do you expect me to have on except for Monday night football? So we got the Seattle Seahawks versus the Denver Broncos. And... This game, at least right now in the first half, is a lot closer than I think a lot of people anticipated. But I think we're seeing the same thing in Seattle that we saw happen with Cleveland. So you know what? I'll go there first. I'll go there first, especially since since I have my senior Cleveland correspondent here, right? Cleveland! This is for you! When I made my picks over the over the when I made my picks last week, I can honestly say, let's see here, I did not pick Cleveland. I picked Carolina to win. And obviously I was wrong. Carolina, um, the Carolina Panthers ended up losing that game. But I ended up realizing something while watching that game. And it's something I didn't take into I didn't take into account. I looked at this as the perfect game for Baker Mayfield. That Baker Mayfield has been has been King Petty since he's been in college, right? 
that he that he that that all these things, all these little slights, are just the right fuel for him to be a driven player to come out with this win in game one. That's how that was my pers- that, that was my thought pattern about that game. About a third into that game, I realized I was wrong. I'm talking about I was dead wrong. I'm talking about the weak of the strong. I had nothing going on. I was dead wrong. And it makes me realize what I'm seeing also here with, with um tonight with, with Denver Seattle. And let me and, and, let, and let me and, and let me let me dive into this. Let me peel back a couple layers of these onions for you guys. You know what I'm saying? What I end up seeing was Yes, Baker Mayfield wanted to ball, but he was one man. It was one man versus a team, a whole team that felt some type of way about him. Now, I'm using those words specifically because, like I said, I see a lot of the same thing happening right now in Seattle and Denver. You have a whole team that felt some that felt some type of way about him. At least to the point well, when they're looking at Baker Mayfield, they have that day circle. They're like, oh, no. All 52 of us, 53 of us, 54 of us, how many people on the roster? 69 of us want to whoop Baker Mayfield's ass. So while Baker Mayfield might be trying to hype some of his teammates up so that they can live up to how big this moment is for him in his head, there is no hyping up Cleveland. Cleveland was hype. Cleveland came up, came out 115%, ready. Ready to come after Baker on offense. I mean, ready, ready to come after Baker on defense, right? Ready re- ready to score on offense and, and show them like, yo, look, look what was holding us back. You understand, they balled out with Jacoby Brissett. This is, this is the back to the formula of like, we could look good with, any average quarterback. But we have some great players around us and we're trying to be great. They balled out with Jacoby Brissett because they all were motivated. All 69 men on the roster. One focus, one goal, one mind, one bed, by himself, in the mirror. Who you talking to? I'm talking to the man in the mirror. Oh, yeah. You understand? <laughs> And this is how we get, what was this blowout? It was, it was, it was, hold on, hold on, I have it here. Don't worry about it. Because I think they didn't score no more than three points. No, no, I'm sorry, it was 20, it was 26-24. I don't know why I thought they only scored three points. And the, and the game, and and the other thing about it, like, it, the game had the entry that, that you wanted. Like, it had its, it had a storyline. Like, it had the storyline coming in, the score, the, the, the score, the pace of the game represented such, but... Those Cleveland Browns fans, they were motivated. They wanted this win. They collectively wanted this win more than the Carolina Panthers collectively wanted this win. I'm not going to say that all of the Carolina Panthers like, wasn't trying out there or wasn't giving 110% or, 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 or didn't want to match Baker's energy. I'm just saying that not everybody's going to believe in you all immediately. Not all of them is bought into you. But what you can rally everybody around Easily 
this hatred for one guy. <laughs> like, hey, we all can agree. We don't like this motherfucker, right? He ain't here no more. We go speed. Like, we don't like this motherfucker, right? Yeah, let's go whoop his ass. Like, let's go show this motherfucker that we ain't need him. Like, you understand? He was holding us back offensively, defensively, as a community and everything. They could have said, they'd rather have Deshaun Watson than you. And he was out there... And- and he was out there playing the ding-a-ling song with chicks. My ding-a-ling, my ding-a-ling. I'm again in child pose so you can see my ding-a-ling. Greco Susio. Also, since we're here, right? I had some Spanish shit just popped in my head. Let me, let me, let me, let me, let me give a, a rest in peace, right, to Unc Jorge. He recently passed away. You know what I mean? Lewis's uncle, uh, Gloria's, and his cousin's Gloria, his cousin Jason, his cousin Barbara's dad. Like, like he recently, he recently like lost it, like lost his struggle. And I mean, and and and, and Ayo, he's been fighting for a while. So so bless his heart, bless his heart. Like, like he he's put up every single fight that fighting can possibly be done. And I want to honestly say, in my eyes, he probably, he may have lived like twenty years old, longer than I thought he was. I don't know what the actual numbers would be for the rest of the family, right? Maybe they have a lot more insight, understanding how things was, was always looking from the outside, like you never knew. So you know, I mean, condolences, condolences out to the family. Hope everybody, hope everybody stays strong, and and you know what they say in time. You know, what I mean, all all heart wounds heal, but. Take as much time as you need because who knows how long it's gonna take for you guys to heal from this one. But let you know, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? Yo, yo, your primo, your primo chocolate is over here. If you guys need to know what the blaze one want to talk, do anything, catch up on the drinks, talk on the podcast, wrap it up, chop it up, anything. Got you. All right, back into the matter at hand. All right, let's get into, let's get let's get back into let's get, let's get, let's get into some more football, right? Let's, let's get into a little bit more football. Chill, well, we see you over there. Not only, not only did the Cleveland Browns, ooh, did he catch that? Well, he didn't stay in bounds. What a catch! God damn. But not only did the Cleveland Browns come out, come out with a victory, but it, it, it was a nice statement game, right? It, it was a nice statement game to the world and to their former quarterback that yo, we didn't need this guy, yo, we don't need you. That we could push through, we will overcome, and that's what they did. Kareem Hunt, Kareem Hunt got himself a touchdown. All the major, like all, all the major plays in this in this game, got a touchdown. Like they they all showed up. Everybody, everybody on both ends of the field, they showed up. Ultimately, it'll be, it will be Cleveland that came away with the win at the end. But it's not like Baker Mayfield didn't try. Not like he laid down. Like ironically, though, Baker Mayfield put up just as much fantasy points as Joe Burrow did, and Joe Burrow threw four interceptions. Like. <laughs> You know, I, I, I'm telling you, Joe Burrow may have been the most frustrating player to have last week, in fan or this or this week in fantasy football. And oh my God, was that Pittsburgh and Cincinnati game kind of what everybody thought it may have been in the in the back of their head, a division rivalry game that may get ugly, but. Shame on the people that wrote the Pittsburgh Steelers out. Shame on them. And when I say them, I mean me. <laughs> shame on me. Like, shame, 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 shame on me. I'll take it. I'll, I'll bite the big L. Let me show you how I bite L. Put that shit in my ear and forget about it. 
they, ooh, look at Russell Wilson. He got time. He had crazy time back there. Finds a man open in the middle of the field. On the 35-yard line, takes it up, 35-25, runs out of bounds. First down. Who the fuck caught that one? Sutton. I forgot what team I was just talking about. I, I really did. I really did. We was blowing one in the air. Fuck it, we'll scratch that team until we call, until I remember again. <laughs> one team that surprised me, right? One team that really surprised me. I just realized I was talking about the Pittsburgh Steelers. It's one team that surprised me outside of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Y'all, how you, you you had that? I'm sorry. Like Seattle literally just dropped an interception in the end zone. It literally went right straight through his hands. But this is why this dude plays defense and also doesn't return kicks. Like, Russell Wilson was throwing that to him like he almost forgot what team he was playing for. And it hit him right in the chest, too. Right in the chest. I don't know if that's a number six. It's Diggs. Right? Oh, is that Diggs, too? Nah, that's not the Diggs I'm thinking about. That's not Stefan's brother. Doesn't he play for Dallas? Stephon Diggs' brother. What does he play for? He plays for Dallas, right? He doesn't play for Seattle. That's not Stephon Diggs' brother that just dropped that pass like that. And if that is, that also shows you why you're the Diggs that plays defense. <laughs> but, but in all seriousness, nah, it's fine. I don't know how serious you can get with sports, right? But in all seriousness, let's get back. Let's go. Let's get. Let's get. Let's get back to this New York game because. We we saw some giant gonads right right from the Giants right like we're, we're talking we're talking about some some big gustos over here. New York Giants. They got themselves a new head coach, right? What's his name? Brian Brian the Bull, or Dave or, or Dave O something like that. The Bull, right? Brian the Bull. God damn it! I'm gonna call him the Bull. He comes in there. He's and he's looking to reset the culture. Over the last couple of years, they've, they've had a couple of, uh, let's see, in, in easy terms, Fugazi head coaches. A bunch of guys, a, a bunch of guys that the, that the locker room didn't believe in. Like a bunch of guys that thought they were they, that they were the smartest person in the room every time they stepped into a room, but they couldn't figure out how to win one game. Like you're so goddamn smart, how you can't, how come you can't figure out how to get a dub? You know what I mean? They, they they got rid of guys that they thought they got rid of the guys that they thought was condescending to the um to the media, condescending to the to the audience, condescending to the players. And now they got the bull in there, and the bull came in here, came in there, and he, and he changed the culture, and he started wanting to hold guys accountable, but not just hold them accountable. Trust the players. Trust that if we get you the ball. In open space or in positions that you like, you will be productive. We're going to try for the 167th year to fix this offensive line. And they may have this year. Only time will tell. See, there's, there's, a, there's a lot of question marks that still get left with after week one. Some teams answer the questions that you have very easily because you're just looking for consistency from them. Like, okay, that's what we recognize. That's who you are. Gotcha. Other teams, it takes some time. 
And rightfully so. Some teams have to earn your trust. Some teams have to do more to earn your trust, to earn your blind faith. When it comes to, let's just say, teams like the Buffalo Bills, just think about them. They have a fan base where even right now, some of them are very reluctant to puff out their chest like it's their year. Or puff out their chest as if they don't have a chance to win it this year. They refuse to puff out their chest as if like they even have a good team. Because they're scared. Because they're, because until now, their team has not shown consistency for it. They haven't been consistent since like 1990-something. We're talking about since the days of like Jim Kelly and Eric Moles. Rui, Rui. So even for Giants fans, right? And, and Giants fans were hyped. And Giants were hyped. The Gi- you understand? The Giants fans were hyped. The Giants players were hyped. The Giants coach was hyped. Because they went out there and they made a gutso move. He he played... Actually, you know what? Very perfect. Because the New York Giants head coach did something that a New York Jets head coach is infamous for saying... And you guys hear me play it at the beginning of every single podcast. You play to win the game. Hello? He played to win the game. He was at home. I'm sorry. He was on the road facing an a, a AFC, NFC, AFC contending team. A team that's played in the, in, in the AFC Championship, that's been in the playoffs for the last couple of years. A team with one of the best backs in the game, in history of the games, in his early start of his career. And they saw an opportunity. They saw the opportunity to flat out, ooh, injuries this week. So TJ Watt, out of minimum six weeks, maybe the season with a torn pet. We got Elijah Mitchell out with a sprained MCL, expected to miss two months. And we'll talk about the last notable injury when we talk about them, period. Period. I learned that from Coco Golf. Period. <laughs> was it Coco Golf? Was that Coco Golf that did it over the, that, that did that shit over the weekend or whatever it was in an interview? Period. Got you, Coco. She got it from some from some of them like hot girl summer shit, but still, we gonna represent for the we gonna represent for the representation. Period. Don't worry about what it looks like. Just know about just 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 assume what it is, but don't make any assumptions because it's not what you think it may be. So, the Giants they make a gut so call, they pull out. Something out of, not just Herm Edwards' playbook, but something out of the Bruce Arian school of football. No risky, no bisky. Uh, that, that's really what it, like, they saw an opportunity. They wanted to go up one. They could have took the tie. They could have kicked the field goal or, or the extra point. But they said, no, we're going for two. We're going for the conversion. 
got the ball. It's a nice little swing out. He thought they was going to fall short. A little, a, 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 a little bouncy bounce. Bounce, bounce, bounce. Bleh. Next thing you know, they're in the end zone. They're up by one. Well, now you're just looking at the defense like, Ben, don't break. You know what I mean? And, and if you bend, definitely don't fold. And, and they allow, listen, the New York Giants act like they wanted to give that game away. Giants fans, call up. I want to hear from you. Cowboys, call up. You're not going to be happy with me. I see KJ over there in the Instagram line. I mean, let me know if I need to, if I need to send you guys the video feed, the video thing again, because I had to reset it. So I don't know if it, if it, if it produced a new one. I don't know if it produces a new one every single show or if it's the same one that you're able to get into. You know, let me just send it to you guys because both of you came in two different ways. Who the hell said something? I got something from somebody. What's that? What's that little connect? That was KJ. Okay. All right. You know what? Okay. So it worked. Alrighty. <sighs> Never mind. Never mind. I will continue with what I was saying. So, so the same one does work. So they took a picture straight. Up. They they took they took a cue out of, right out of Arian, right out of Bruce Arian. Like no risky, no biscuit. We're gonna go for this, and and we're gonna try to get that win. And the defense, they really almost tried to give this game away. We're talking about it's third and so like four, third and fourteen, whatever it was, twice. Basically, they had to stop. Twice. And twice on third down, pass interference. They get the third down again, pass interference, holding. Sorry, it was holding calls. That's what they got. And we got some messages coming up. Oh, okay, we got you. We'll get you. I'm gonna see. I see that. Listen, we got this game on right now. Listen. Said people are underestimating the impact of Russell Wilson's Super Bowl interception had on Pete Carroll. Listen, man. Pete Carroll did that to himself. Brett screwed Brett. That was his fault. But back to the Giants. We'll come, actually, we'll, we'll, we'll come back to this game. We'll have plenty of time to come back to this game. They get... What the hell are fans doing? Are they eking? Are they going... Oh, my God. Dolphins fans are so... I don't know why um, Anthony Edwards just got in trouble for, but I was about to say something. They, they, they're so, they're, they're, yo, they're so goofy. Let's just put it that way. They're, they're goofy. I guess that's a new word, goofy. There was the Cleveland Browns kick. That was like a 52-yard kick that he made. Wasn't that about a rookie or some shit? Wasn't a second-year player. How about them Dolphins? I was just talking shit about them Dolphins. Listen, call into the podcast. I sent you a little... I think I... Wait, wait, wait. Hold on one second. One second. One second. One second. Did I... Did I Did I forget to hit send? Did I forget to send you the last person that I looked at? No, I did. I, got, I sent it to you. Call in. Let me hear from you. <laughs> Don't be shy. The phone line's open. The Giants get that holding call back-to-back -back on third downs. And it's funny. They go back to the same guy. And it makes me realize real quick why you was holding him on two straight third-down plays because he was about to burn you. 
and no doubt he gets burnt. And now, and now we're talking about, and now, and now we're talking about Tennessee being in field goal range in a one-point game. Again, we talk about Ben don't break, right? When the defense finally holds the line. The Tennessee Titans come up to kick. They kick the ball. And laces in. Wide right. <laughs> and can I tell you, the Giants fans I was with and around, they erupted the place. They scared this little princess across the board. How about them, the Dolphins, AJ? They scared this little princess. Whatever, but it was a hell of a game. And it's a game like that that early on helps you galvanize that locker room just a little bit more. If, if everything hasn't been fully solidified yet, it helps you. It helps you solidify just a little bit more. That wet concrete is starting to get dry because some of that foundation now that you were setting. When you ask the players, "Hey, you want to go for two here?" and they're like, "Yeah, fuck that. Let's do that shit." That's the, the, the players' words, not mine. And then it works. Can the players execute? They give their one hundred and eighty-two percent so they can make that play work. And they get the touchdown, and then after, and they, and they get the, the the conversion, and then they get the, and then the defense, they ball like they do just enough to get the stop, and next you know the, the the football gods open up in their favor. They get their Lance Stevenson on, and they blow that shit wide right. And even though there was a a factor of luck in there, the players don't care about that. They just know that they did what they needed to do to get lucky and to get that dub. And Saquon Barkley, Saquon Barkley had himself a game, New York. Like, New Yorkers, call up. Let me, like, listen, I, I, I know I know you're trying to sound off. All right, I see you guys. But Saquon Barkley had himself a game. He had himself a game of games. We're talking about over 190, was it 190 yards rushing? Touchdown, receptions. And it wasn't his normal slinky looking looking rushing, right? That little, that little zigzag joint that he likes to do. No. This was, okay, I see my whole one move cut. Follow my blocker. Bounce out, run up field. It was constant. It was it was a it was a consistent dose of run forward positive yards, run forward positive yards, run forward positive yards, and then after you bludgeon them enough time, you know what's gonna happen? Somebody's gonna make an undisciplined tackle. They're gonna try for that for for that for that weak ass arm tackle that gets hit like a turnstile. Next, you know, you're breaking for 30. Because that's what he did. Finally. It's been so long. It's been too long since you've been gone. I'm so alone. We miss you. Run, Forrest, run. So Saquon had a bounce back game. 
The offensive line looked proper. Daniel Jones didn't look disgusting. The defense held up. What's going on, bands? We see you too. Phone lines are open. You guys know. What's going on, Monica? We see you too. Yeah, there's football guys. There's sports guys. Every, every, every sport has its own God. Oh, yeah. Hair's getting long. You see that? I wear my hair back and forth. 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 You know what I said? Because I got that whip appeal now. What's going on, man? We see you. We see you. So the, so the Giants the Giants went big. And that's what they should do. Right? You're not called... You're not called large. You're not called big. You're not called huge. You're not called enormous. You're not called humongous. You're fucking giants. That's how you should play. Big mom on the block. And you, beat a, and you beat a good team. You beat a hell of a team. Now... This is where the tricky part comes in. Can it be consistent? How much more of this can they ride out? Because if, for any reason, let's say they lose their next three games, all of this euphoria, all of this good feeling that they have, all, 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 all of the great things that they that they has been is being said about the coach now, they're all gonna start being they're gonna start getting questioned again. And that foundation that started to solidify in week one, if you don't win any more games by week four, week five. That thing's gonna start loosening up a little bit again. It's gonna start. It's gonna start liquefying, and, and, you, and you're gonna start seeing the waves start coming again in Giant Nation in New York. You know how that media goes. You're gonna have those players start being asked those questions. What happened when the ri no risky no biscuit gets dry, and you don't got no milk to wash it down? Next, you know, you sit in front of the media talking about, look, I, I'm, I, you know, I, 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 I. Now let's stay NFC East, right? Let's stay NFC East for a moment. Love you too, sis. Let's stay NFC East for a moment. Because while the Giants got themselves a nice victory to start off their season, the Dallas Cowboys may have just been knocked out of their season in week one. And I know you like I know you guys are saying like, whoa, whoa, oh, how do, how do you get knocked out of your season in, in week one? What happened? What catastrophic event must have occurred? That's exactly what happened. It is catastrophic. Because for the second time in three years... They're losing. They won't have their quarterback to start the season. Dak Prescott, he takes a helmet to the arm, wrist, forearm, head and shoulder, knees and toes, whatever. Damn. He planted him. Yo. <laughs> but you know what, though? I'm, I'm, I'm watching Washington. Is that Washington that, that just got trucked? That's the same way the Giants hit, um, hit Derrick Henry. So... Derrick, like, I'm just going to run back a little bit. Like, let me backtrack a little bit. Derrick Henry wasn't the bully in that game. He also was being, they also came after him. So as much as Derrick Henry normally likes to give, um, do the hitting, he was also hit. 
and hit hard and hit so that he knew that there was people coming after him. Hit hit just hard enough to want to have to put that head on a swivel. And right now, you see Seattle's defense coming after Denver. You saw t two straight stops in the backfield. Second and 12 right now. Second and 12? Only? Could have saw, I just saw two straight stops. Yeah, who knows? Oh, oh, he breaks one. It's like about seven and back. Maybe about eight. Could be like third and four, it looks like. Maybe third and five. Probably third and four. Third and four. <clears throat> so the Dallas Cowboys, they lose Dak Prescott. They, they, they lose Dak Prescott. And Dak, he goes out, right? And, 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 he, and he tells everybody, well, you know what? He's jammed his, his thumb before, jammed his hand before. And if you play sport, there are certain injuries that, you, that happen all the time, right? I could have, like, I'm assuming that with football players, they're always getting, quarterbacks especially, they're always getting their hands and their, oh, and their, and their elbows and their forearms and their biceps ran into, right? Either by people with pads or by their or by their helmets. Because that's why you need a little bit of muscle to protect all that all that shit in there, right? Catching right on the hand, get a little stinger. Basketball players, you know, you, you understand you used to sprain fingers, jammed fingers, sprained ankles. Little injuries like that. Normally when they hit you, you're like, okay, I can tighten this up. Or I can wrap this up and I can come back. But every once in a while, right? When those injuries happen, you very quickly find out based off of little movements, right? Or uh, let's just say little movements, but minuscule movements. And, and for Dak Prescott, it was something as simple as being able to grip the ball. Whenever he tried to grip the ball... Or basically, anytime he would try to grip the ball, they would basically he had he had no grip. He would, he would the ball would basically fall out of his hands. My hands are shaking now. Look at that. Look at that. It's manifesting over. <laughs> it really is. Look at that shit. Right. So eventually, he had to tell everybody, like, listen, like I, I can't come out. Like, like, like I, I'm able to. I have a injury now. And now here you go again. That Prescott or uh, uh, Dallas Cowboys find themselves with no quarterback. But even with no quarterback, you hear you hear the rumors already. And and I don't even want to call it rumors. You hear the fans. Let's let's call it what it is. You hear the fans already, right? Because this isn't no 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 real speculation. No, you hear the fans already expressing who they might like. To replace Dak Prescott. And two names interestingly came up. One name was Colin Kaepernick. I was really surprised to hear Dallas Cowboy fans talk about let's see what Cap can do. Hey, what about Cap? I mean, he's kind of durable. He hasn't taken a hit in quite some time. 
Maybe we should bring him in for a tryout. Think Cap will give us a look-see? Like, seriously. Like, they're talking about Kellen Kaepernick, Mr. Take the Knee himself. The guy that I could have swore that half of Texas hated just because of the fact that he took a knee. Under pressure. You got Russell Westbrook under pressure. Flag on the play. Walk like an Egyptian. I don't know what the fuck this was. Delay of game. Okay. I was like, walk like an Egyptian. Oh, I'm a, we're going to take a break pretty soon, right? <clears throat> what, what do we have left? No, 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 fuck that. Now, honestly, let, let's let's make sure we cover let's make sure we cover all areas. It's sad to hear that Dak Prescott, as, as, as we poke fun of it, right? We poke fun of the Cowboys. It's sad to hear that Dak Prescott is going through another injury again. right? We, 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 we don't wish injury on at least 99.9% .9 of players, and we hope that he can have a speedy and healthy recovery and he'll be able to return and play the game of football so that we have an opportunity to talk shit about him again. We would hate to not be able to talk shit about him because this is the end of his career or this has ruined him. Pass interference. That was a... That right there, that was a veteran play. That was, I'm going to put the ball up and make it a 50-50 ball and let the referees make a call. I remember the Jets used to do this too back when they had um when back when they used to have Brandon Marshall and so and, and Antonio Holmes, San Antonio Holmes, Antonio San Antonio Holmes. They used to throw up a lot of fifty fifty balls, and then used to try to get pass interferences. But oh yeah, that was definitely like he held his he held his um he held his jersey back, and then he got snuffed in the face for it, and then Diggs got brought into the picture. Yo, is that the Diggs of the brother Diggs? Somebody got to figure this out for me, right? I'm asking you guys. Help me out here. So I, I, I didn't even look it up. I could have. I guess I could have looked it up. You know. <clears throat> but in all honesty, the Cowboys are gonna have to look for a quarterback. I don't. I don't even know who their backup quarterback is right now. Like, hold on. Let me look that up because. As they're talking about Kellen Kaepernick, the other interesting name that they're talking about, Shears, I don't know, you know, Shear, two of the three letters that starts out with Cap, I forgot Cap spells his name a little bit differently. But the other name that they're talking about is Cam Newton. I've heard fans cry or, I don't want to say cry. Bellow out may be the proper terminology, right? For Cam Newton. They would like Cam Newton to come into this lineup. And this is one of those few times I don't see a problem with it. Who is their backup quarterback? I don't know. It's not showing me easily. Jason Garrett, that's not right. Tony, okay, whatever. This thing is just giving me anything. So now, the, so now the Dallas Cowboys are gonna have to figure out quickly 
if they're gonna if they're gonna go with the the quarterback that they have now, sitting in the sitting in the wind as a backup, or if they're gonna try to sign somebody off the street that they think can possibly hold down this fort until Dak Prescott comes back. It's Cooper Rush. Okay. It's Cooper Rush. <clears throat> Dak Prescott is possibly going to be out six to eight weeks. So let's say he's out six. That's a third of the season. He's out eight. You're closer to half of the season. The Dallas Cowboys already lost their first game. Without a starting quarterback. How many more games in the next six weeks, eight weeks, are winnable if they were going to be a problem to win when you were fully healthy? The Cowboys fans, call up. These phone lines are open for you today. I understand you may be a little depressed. But it's okay. The thing about depression, you should, you should never have to deal with that shit alone. This is why we're here on the Mighty Sports Podcast to help you guys um, um, through the through the rough moments in sports. Yo, that defense in Seattle came hungry today. Like we always do at this time. Listen, last time they got the stop on the one-yard line, this time they get the. Oh, I don't know if he got the fumble. He has the ball right there. He has the ball right there, and then it pops on when his elbow touches. That may not be a fumble. Yeah, that may not be a fumble. They may say that. His elbow hit the ground and the ball came out that he was already down. They may give him a down. This one's going to be interesting. Let's see how the referees play this one. So I wonder if, if the Cowboys fans right now, or if the Cowboy fan in you, is now thinking that the season's over already. If the Cowboy fan is you thinking like, okay, here we go. I'm wondering if the Cowboy fan is wondering like, damn. I know it's. I know it only feels like. I know it's only about two injuries, but in a weird way, it feels like Dak Prescott is always injured now. Now I know it's only been like two injuries he's had, maybe three. I think it's only two. But what's this? Two in five years? What six years? But definitely two in the last three. I remember most people don't get, well, I want some KFC now. Most people normally don't get more healthy. They get more injury prone. Because things never fully heal at 100%. It's, 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 always, it's always like breaking that vase and then gluing it back together. It may hold up. It may from a distance even look like it's all back to normal. But then you, when you get close, you can see the cracks in there. Try to fill it with water, and you realize, oh, there's a little leak somewhere. 
your structure isn't quite the same. Think, think about your phone. How many times your phone drops before it actually finally breaks? And then as soon as it drops, and then after that time, every single time you drop it after that, it just breaks more and more and more. The Dallas Cowboys may have to do something they weren't ready to do yet. And that is invest highly in a backup quarterback. And listen, there's some of them out there. As, as we see, the Marcus, the Marcus Mariotas of the world out there, right? I'm pretty sure pretty soon that the play stands is called. Oh no, it's a turnover. Who just popped up? I just heard a boo-boo. So, nope, that's Seattle's ball. And Geno Smith is back behind center. Seattle is up 17-13. Seattle has driven for 50-plus yards in each of the first, first, each of the four drives in the first half. Cowboy fans need to, Cowboys fans really need to be need to be working. Like I said, you're gonna be in a with Dak Prescott, you're gonna be in the same position early on that you may be with Tony Romo. See? This is also and, and it's funny, right? That 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 my two co hosts, right? Chill Will and and, and and KJ, they're having a heated discussion earlier today about Lamar Jackson and his contract. And I remember when I was telling everybody I don't think that Dak Prescott deserves this money. Right? And it's not to say that he's not going to get it. I'm just saying that I can see why the Dallas Cowboys may have been reluctant, very specifically, in their scenario, to want to pay Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott was no better than Tony Romo still to me. And you saw as far as Tony Romo got you. But you also see what you had to do with Tony Romo after a while because even he couldn't stay healthy. Well, we're starting to see some more patterns again. A guy that kind of starts off, kind of looks like Tony Romo. That's what I thought we said about Dash Prescott. Doesn't look like a quarterback that's going to make you win a championship, but I mean, he may help you win some games. I still think Tony Romo is better than Dak Prescott. As a quarterback, purely. I think he's still better. Holding on Denver on DJ Metcalf. Held the shit out of him. <clears throat> so if they, if the valuation early that this guy is not better than Tony Romo, I consider reluctancy not to want to pay him the kind of top tier quarterback money that you would have to invest in somebody like that when you don't think he's going to get you any further than the last quarterback there. And you really like the last one. Like, Y'all were cool. But also, you don't want to make the same mistake to, uh, to your franchise. You don't want to handcuff your franchise. But sometimes, it's just about who's who's up next. And that's the difference. I'm not arguing about who's up next. And being up next, if he shouldn't, like, like you know what I mean? If that bag just isn't deserving to him because he's the guy up next. Yeah. Listen, remember we were talking about, we were talking about a couple of things. Right? We, we talk, we've talked about quarterbacks and, and, their, and their pay for a while now. And like I said, and the, and the next topic of mine is not mine to have. Like, you guys could have that shit. 
I'm kind of with KJ on here, chill. Let's let you know. <laughs> right? But now you see them, now you see Dallas again kind of stuck in the same place again. Now you've paid the quarterback. And it's a quarterback that can't stay healthy. He's, he's now again going to miss half the season. Half of a crucial season when you think again that you have a contending team. So what happens when you lose your general in a battle that in, in battles that you think that you can win or you're supposed to be able to win? Now these becomes battles that, that you don't know if you're gonna win. These these become these become question marks. They no longer they no longer feel like even if even if they were never guarantees to begin with, they no longer feel like guarantees to the players, to the organization, to the people walking around in Tejas. And if that question mark is in you, is in your mind, that means that question mark is in your game plan, in your body. Unknowingly. I don't know about this year. Right? I hear I hear the, I hear the, I hear the hoots and hollers for Cam Newton. I hear the hoots hoots and hollers for, for Colin Kaepernick. I don't know what they do fully this year. Right? They probably do need to figure out some kind of patchwork solution. But after that, you need to invest in a backup quarterback. Who knows? Maybe Cam Newton is a great backup quarterback to have to Dak Prescott in Dallas. You're talking about a big personality in a big personality city. And we already know that Jerry, that regardless of how things sound, Unless Jerry Jones wants it to happen, that 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 Dak Prep, I mean that that um Cam no ooh, Denver got the fumble. They got the ball back. Did they get that ball back? We will see. Yo, this game is spicy. Look at DJ Metcalf fighting for position, fighting for position, but they stripped him. See, the play right before this. DJ Met, uh, DK, I said DJ, DK Metcalf caught the ball in the middle of the field. And they were trying to wrestle him down. And it took everything for him to wrestle him down or, 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 or and to get him down. And he couldn't. And he got up flexing. Second play. They get the ball back to him again. This time, he's trying to go down. They hold him up a little. Ball's exposed. Riptide. This is a this is a nice game. I'm telling you, this game, I really wasn't sure what to expect from this game, because of the unknown of Geno Smith. But the defenses of these two teams is making the quarterback battle a second a secondary story. They are the quarterbacks right now are taking a backseat to the performances of this defense. Monday Night Football, y'all. Whew, gotta love it. And just think, when the first 50 million people buy the NFL app and they're making $500 million every single month from it, plus for the next 10 years, or 2030, and the players aren't getting a dime, 
sorry, I have to keep reminding you of what the players decided to negotiate for. They fired the guy that didn't want this deal. I said, nah, we want this deal because we don't have to do piss testing it. Let me get more TV money as they're canceling direct TV access. So you guys right now, the block is hot. The block is real hot. I think I want to take a break here. I'm not going to lie. I feel like I, I feel like I want to take a break here. Right? We reset the palette. Reset the mood. Right? We got some more knockouts to get into. As we talk, as we talk about the Cowboys being knocked out in the first round. We got some more knockouts for the weekend. We definitely have an event to tell you guys about that you definitely should, that you should make your way on to. We still have the Blue Chew promo code to give you guys. Yeah. We still got the Blue Chew promo code of the week to give you guys. We have all that and more on the Mighty Sports Podcast coming up in just a minute. You know what? I think we're going to get on and take our first break and we'll be back with you guys. Hit me off screen. There we go. Defensive pass interference, offensive pass interference. One day, they may be asked what they did to make a difference in this world. No, defensive pass interference, my bad. Forget which color is which. This next hour to you is brought to you by the United States Army. I want you guys to remember to stay Army strong. And if you guys have any thoughts about what, you, of what you're doing with, with your next phase in life, just remember um, the United States Army has a job for you. You can literally go into the Army and be anything that you want to be. If you play the flute, you can go in the Army and play the flute. If you want to be a cooker, go in there and be a chef. If you want to be a doctor, you go be a doctor. If you want to be a veterinarian, you can go do that too. If you want to be on television, you can go do that as well. You understand they have drum players, flute players. If you want to sing a song for the rest of your life, you can go in there and be a singer. You can go in there and preach the, the good word of the Lord. And you can go in there and be a chaplain assistant as well. Listen, anything that you can think of being, the United States Army has a job for you. If you want to just be an asshole for the rest of your life, guess what? That's actually a great place to get your start. Army strong. Listen, the military breeding asshole since 1776. <laughs> like, oh my God, I went to a wedding a couple weeks ago, right? And the wedding was, I got cops in my family. Like, see, you guys, see, this is the thing about me, right? You, you guys probably wouldn't know generally how I talk about cops if I had, that I had cops in my family. That just shows you I don't give a fuck. <laughs> and I hold anybody accountable. Listen, my cousin wants to bring, listen, let me let you guys know. My cousin wants to bring me into the station to have an interview with a couple of officers. And yes, folks, I will be asking those hard-ass questions. So if you ever, so if you have a question, 
and I'm, and I'm gonna post this up there. I'm gonna make sure I make a post. If you have a question that you would like me to ask a police officer, as I interview them, any question, anything's off, nothing's off, nothing derogatory, of course. But no, if you want to ask them, hey, listen, how come it seems like you guys, you know, how come it seems like that 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 you guys arrest a, a certain higher percentage of people, you know, in this demographic than others? Listen, you you understand nothing is off limits. You let me know what we want to ask. I got my own set of questions. As soon as he let me know that, I already started writing down the hard hitting questions. Like nothing, I'm not. We're not gonna fluff that session up. Nope. We can wait for that podcast when we get that podcast ready. Ooh, we it's gonna be straight fire. You guys are gonna want to be there for that one. We're gonna be in Orlando. Interviewing, in, 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 listen, and listen. Some, some of us, some of us are all the city's finest. Some of them are, and some of them are the city's worst. We gonna ask some questions. We gonna get somebody heated. We always gonna get somebody heated. <laughs> the only way that I can. The only way I know how. By just speaking the truth. And seeing if it hurts. All right. So let's let, let, let's go ahead and speak some truth into some of the things that are going on, right? Because it's, it's just oh, DJ Metcalf is gonna touch down. I want a DJ Metcalf again for like the third straight year, or fourth straight year. Oh, is that an interception? What just happened here? William Ball comes up, recovered by Seattle. Jackson looks to recovery. Yo, how many turnovers does this game have? I'm telling you. Okay, so defense, so Denver had the ball. They're rushing, they're rushing. Punches the ball out. He runs, he runs into his fat-ass lineman. Arm comes around, punches the ball out. Seattle recovers. Pete Cowell is running like he got two good knees. And now there's a Popeye's crispy chicken commercial. So, as I was saying, as the Cowboys are knocked out of the playoffs already, we also have a couple of other knockouts around the sports world. And it involves football players at that too. Over the weekend, folks. Mm, 2K23. No doubt that, that joint just dropped. I am so happy about it. And you know what? I need I need to go ahead and play the women's one. I, I gotta get I gotta get into in, into the into the into the female my players. See what what I'm just upset about so far is that for the female my player mode. They don't have the female, like, city and rec center yet. Hopefully they get there. Hopefully they get there. They're not quite there yet. Still kind of from days. It's in the working. Well, they're going to be a couple years behind for a while. But they're going to catch up. It's, it's going to be dope. But also, you know what, though? It is also, I feel like it's a way, uh, it's the ultimate, one of the ultimate ways to help casual fans. Right? Especially that, especially casual fans that does basketball and, and basketball games. To go ahead and try out the women's, like, the women's um, version of it. And they'll quickly be getting themselves familiarized with the women players. Like, hey, that's what I do. Listen, a, a bunch of like that's what helps me familiarize myself. I, I do that to myself. But that's what listen, all sports game helps me recognize players more. Like, listen, sometimes I don't be I don't remember who's on some team. And if it wasn't for like some video games that reminded me, like, oh yeah, that person is here sitting on the bench. I forget. I forget. Straight up. But folks, back to football. In the knockouts. We had Adrian Peterson, folks. 
all day Adrian Peterson taking on Le'Veon. You can ring my bell, ring my bell, my bell, ring a ring a ring a boom, boom, boom. Sorry, getting carried away. That's one of my jams. Tripping. Be in my, I be in my old school, man. I be in my old school, for real, for real. I got, I got, I got to take another dye treatment to this hair. I'm looking fine. Though. I like this. I like this. I like this. You getting it? You getting it? Nah, I can't see for shit. <laughs> Le'Veon Bell and Adrian Peterson, they have their celebrity ex exhibition game match, or whatever. And, and you may have seen them for months now training. Le'Veon Bell doing his training. Adrian Peterson doing his training. And I don't know what the, the what the odds were, but I was I was kind of rooting for Adrian Peterson. I thought he may have won. But this was one of those situations where maybe you've had the better advantage. But honestly, it, it really was just the luck of one good punch. For four rounds... You basically got nothing. When I say nothing, it was four rounds of nothingness. And then, praise the Lord. In the fourth round, we finally get to match. And it's the most action they had all game. All fight. All match. All contest. Thank you. And... What ended up happening is that you see it like a little fake, like Adrian, uh, not Adrian. Le'Veon Bell comes with a couple like face to the body. Adrian Peterson comes in like he leans, he leans in a little bit like he wanted to throw a punch. I don't know, like he he, he basically I, I don't know what he was doing. He threw his head out there like he was faking, like what you fuck, what you want, what you want to do, like what? <laughs> Instead of like throwing a hand out there <laughs> to throw the fake, like he threw the fake like 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 a schoolyard, like 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 a. Like a schoolyard chick, like what? You want to fight? What? What? <laughs> you know what you do when they throw their chest out, but they, but the fist all behind their chest, like what? What you want? What you want to do? He didn't want those, and Le'Veon Bell caught him flushed, right in the right in the face, right in the kisser, right down the middle, square in the nose, planted him, sat sat him down for real. Siente, calmate, take calmo. Right. And me gusta la chocha de Puerto Rico. Bahabahani. He catches him flush. Adrian Peterson sits down. And doesn't continue to fight after that. That was enough to send all, all day Adrian Peterson packing up for the evening. I guess he called it an early day. But like I said, it was four rounds of nothing. And it's to be... Exp See, I feel like when it comes to boxing matches, right, it's either two guys wildly throwing that don't know how to fight or two guys being super cautious, acting like they're boxers. That's kind of what you got in this fight, right? You got two guys kind of... Oh, Geno Smith. Doing his best Russell Wilson impersonation, but he got to learn how to get out of bounds and not take that hit, Gino. 
John Jingle, Jingle Hyman Schmidt. Shit. His name is my name too. But he took a helmet on that one. He took a helmet and a helmet on that one. Gino, yeah, listen. Gino's looking real good. If when he runs, if this is how he's going to take hits, Gino Smith is going to be right where Dak Prescott is. At home, but he's going to be what Gino Smith is going to be wondering if he's going to have another job in this league again because this may be his last opportunity to be a starter without being on a team that somebody else gets hurt. We're talking about him being a starter day one, name starter, Geno Smith. There you go, QB1. Childish Gambino. I don't know why I like seeing him act for some reason. My battery is low. Oh, no. That only gave me one thing. My battery should not be low. That means I don't have my I don't have my laptop plugged in. That can't happen. That can't happen. Alright, let's get that. Okay. Whew. I was close. Surprise systems didn't start shutting down on me. Like any system, not the whole system, but part of the systems. Let's see what we got. Let's see what we got on spaces. I know the spaces be popping. Oh, yeah, we got Chill Will. Oh, oh, mic is off. We got Chill Will over here on Spaces. What's going on, Chill? See, look at that. Chill. Look at that. Spaces was the one place I didn't have the mic off. I didn't even check them previously. <laughs> spaces will be all right, though. Spaces will be all right. So, like I said, so that's what we got. I mean, that's, it was nothing special between Adrian Peterson and Le'Veon Bell. What you end up getting was two fighters, like or two guys acting like boxers. So they were super cautious. Nobody was really throwing any punches. There was no action. And, and like I said, and, and both of them were also when 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 I say that, it's two guys acting like boxers. They also get a little too cute for themselves, right? Which means that nobody's really trying to throw, like nobody's trying to go out there and really just they're not trying to, not trying to just go out there and just throw punches or just try to go out there and bang. They just go out there and think they're going to throw hooks and body feints and stuff like that. So it was a boring fight from two guys that aren't boxers. See, this is the kind of fight that make, that, that Jake Paul makes look good because he's fighting Adrian Peterson or Le'Veon Bell and because they think like these guys are real athletes compared to him, that he'll knock them out. That they'll knock Jake Paul out, but Jake Paul will knock both of them out because these guys don't box for real. At least Jake Paul is actually an amateur boxer with actual boxing skills and been trained to actually box. Has actual boxing instincts. See, that's what Le'Veon Bell and, and Adrian Peterson don't have. They may have been training to box this whole entire time, but they have no boxing. They have no natural boxing instincts. Like they said, they're out there trying to box. They're playing boxing, imaginary boxing. Kind of how people look at Jake Paul, but at this point now, he's had enough fights where... You can't say he's imaginary boxing, he's but he's he's just having amateur fights or exhibition fights, and these exhibition fights are look at Geno Smith taking a lick to the arm trying to. You have to learn to run out of bounds, Geno. You can't take those hits. You're not. You've been out before. Listen, that's frustrating, and this is how you know that Geno Smith hasn't learned a goddamn thing. These are the same kind of hits that was putting him out before. 
Like you've been injured before trying to trying to what's going on, Tabby? How you doing? How you doing? Looking all cute and shit. We see you. Stop it. <laughs> like that's a, it, like this is it's the same thing that's put Geno Smith out before. Like 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 I said, I'm a Knicks. I'm a I'm a not Knicks. I'm a I'm a I'm a Jets fan. I'm confusing my New Yorkness over here. Let me get a sip. Get my mind focused. It's all scattered and shit like that. Mm, that's good. That's good. That shit hit me hard. So, yeah, Geno Smith can't be doing that. He he really can't be doing that. Like he's he's been out injured before, but doing the same kind of thing, trying to take the hit. He has to learn. He has to really try to learn like some of these older and we just talked about this. We just I don't know maybe we just talked about this with him or we talked about this on Friday. Talked about this with friends. But I know I just talked about this. Look at that. Gino Smith got caught from behind. Look at that. Yeah, he caught him in his throwing motion. Ball pops up in the air. Number 67 grabs it. Wills it. Man. Shoot, Gino Smith is lucky. I'm telling you right now, man. These defenses came out to play. These defenses came, boy, I'm telling you. The focus coming into this game was on the offenses, but these two defenses came out to play. <clears throat> and, I'm, I'm, and, you, and you can tell the difference from when you see the offense flying all over the place versus the defense flying all over the place. These this game is the defenses flying all over the place. Every time you look up, you see a defensive player making a game winning play, a game changing play, a, a momentum changing play, a drive changing play. Special teams. Negative you know what I mean? They, they, they just force negative yards on the return. This game is everything but the offense. But I'm telling you, I'm going to be listening tomorrow. I am going to be listening tomorrow. And I want to hear how they're talking about this game. Because if they ain't talking about, if they ain't excited about, if they ain't hyping up, if they ain't bigging up this deep, these two defenses, then they are doing this game an injustice. And that means they ain't really watching this game. That, 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 that means that they're just trying to talk about what people like or what people potentially like to hear about it, that is offense. But no, this defense is crazy. And you know how it is, right? As you guys know, I, I not just when we're doing the podcast, I like to watch games on mute, period. And it it brings out a whole different aspect of the game because you, you're, not, you're not being led by the announcers, by the commentators, right? You're not being, so, you know, being led by the camera a little bit. But now your eyes are allowed to wander because... They haven't. They haven't highlighted. They haven't spoke. They haven't mentioned somebody that forces you now to go search for that individual. No, you you kind of get to step back and you get to put the parental vision on or the wide view vision on. You know what I mean? You put the put the fish lens on and you and you and you really survey the whole entire environment. It's a beautiful thing. It really is poetry in motion, baby. It really is. Man, let's let's get back in here, right? Let, 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 let it come to you, boy. This game is exciting. This game is exciting. 
We were looking at Cheesy Jam. Who the fuck is calling me? Somebody. I, I, and, I, and I answered this just to that GP, but somebody just called me. Doesn't know that I have a podcast going on right now. So I will call you back after the podcast. It's going to be in about an hour and a half. Is that cool with you or are you in trouble? No, no, no. You're in good, babe. All righty. Talk to you later. All right. <laughs> Listen, I'm not going to lie to you folks. Don't get a phone call from that person very often. So I had to answer that phone call. Had to make sure everything's good. There's some, you understand, there's some people in your life that even when you don't hear from them, or when you hear from them, you're just like, oh, okay, this may be odd. Let me answer this and see how, how, how things go. So <laughs> I had to make sure that that wasn't an emergency phone call that people needed my help. You know what I mean? Because, <laughs> hey, things happen like that. I said, I'm not going to help anybody, though. You know what I mean? Like, you know, shit just come up. Like, yeah. But no, nah, yeah. Gotta catch him on board. That's an old army buddy of mine since Germany and Indiana, Joseph Paul. So, so we, I'm gonna catch up with him a little bit later. We're gonna see how he's doing. And yes, you guys heard right. He called me babe, but that's that, that's because, you know, he's gay. And that's just how he talks. <laughs> like, I don't know if you guys are wondering, like, yo, did he call him babe? Like, he definitely did, but that's just how he talks. <laughs> and he's not in an army environment where he has to where he has to hide his where he has to alter his verbiage so he can hide his sexual preference anymore. He, we came up in the era of don't ask, don't tell. That, that transformed into don't ask, don't tell, don't harass. And then it became to, uh, you can bust your gun and do push-ups. We don't give a fuck. <laughs> Which is kind of how it always should have been. Because really the only reason why it wasn't happening is because niggas is homophobic. Because dudes as a normal dude want to fuck every single attractive chick. Or fuck every single chick that, chick that they're attractive to. And that's how they think. And they think that that's how gay guys think. But that probably is. But I mean, they gonna act on it, on every single one, like like, 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 like how some of you monsters are. You know what I'm saying? Your, your booty hole is safe. All right. Let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's get out of this dark hole, right? Right? And get back into some sports. Right, that wasn't the only fights that happened this week, and the UFC had had themselves a nice little event as well. And we saw a fight be- between Nate Diaz and former champion Tony Ferguson. Right, and this, anytime you get Nate Diaz in a fight, you could, you you could basically expect the unexpected because you never know what you're gonna get from a Nate Diaz fight because you never know what you're gonna get from Nate Diaz. Period. And this is one of those games. Come on, Nate Diaz. From the very beginning, right? And he has... I forgot what his older brother name is. He's, I think it's Big Bro Diaz or something like that, right? Like Unichan Diaz or some shit like that he calls him, right? But um, if you guys remember from the first time we saw Nate Diaz from The Ultimate Fighter, he already had a fighting background. Like his brother had a fighting background. He had a fighting background. And Nate Diaz, Nate Diaz even from the very beginning was always a very well well-rounded fighter. Right? He had great he had good striking, right? He had good calculating striking. He had good showmanship as well, right? And he had good grappling and good submission game. Right? He was one of the, he was a, he was a really well-rounded fighter. And you see when when the UFC is looking for fights, he's one of these guys that he's never mind stepping up for a fight. And he's like, anybody else gets to a point now too, he's like, "Yo, listen, when I'm fighting, I need to start fighting fight number one contendership of all championships." Like, 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 I got my name. Should, like, my name should be a little more respected, but it's also a ranking. So, who do you put? They put him in. They put him a former champion, Tony Ferguson. 
And I ain't gonna lie to you. Before Tony Ferguson became champion, did Tony Ferguson even win? Yeah. I don't know. I'm not. Oh, I was about to bash him. But I was thinking Tony Ferguson or somebody else for half a second. Right. Like he put him. They put him against Tony Ferguson. Tony Ferguson as a former champ, like like he was pretty dope as shit too. <laughs> I was about to say something completely different about Tony Ferguson. <laughs> for half a second, I thought he was somebody else, and then it popped in my head. Oh no, that's not who you're thinking of. <laughs> So, they 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 had a, they put on a good fight. Nate Diaz, Tony Ferguson. These are two names. These are two names in the division, right? Two guys that have held belts. Two guys that have clout. And they, and they put on a good fight. Nate Diaz being in Nate Diaz form, he did the unpredictable in in the fight. And I think it was I don't can't remember if it was in the third or in the beginning of the fourth. Maybe in the fourth. But the same round that he that he, that he ended in this game. This this match also ended in the fourth. Just like the Adrian Peterson and Le'Veon Bell, this one also ended in the fourth. But Nate Diaz takes a break in, in, like, in, like in the beginning of the round. Like he comes out, he's like, you know what? I'm just gonna walk around this ring a little bit, regain my breath, recapture my composure. Nah, if you want, you come at me. So right now, I'm gonna walk around. You know what I mean? And next, you know, he's like, you know what? I feel good. Went back into the fight. I said it was awkward, but it may have been just enough to, to throw Tony throw Tony off of his game. Next, you know, Nate Diaz is pulling up the submission, and we're talking about two minutes fifty two seconds left in the, in the fight. Uncatchable ball. Russell Wilson got hit on that one. So, so those are the, those are your two big fight moments. Um, oh, not Khabib, but I forgot who that was. But yeah, that that. The co-main event of the evening. Oh, shoot. My back is pinching. <clears throat> the co-main event of the evening. That ended up being a first-round tap-out. So, so all of that, all of that hoopla, all of that, all of that, Rah Ross, you know what I mean, before the fight, you know what I mean, behind the, behind the, behind the scenes and everything else like that, that fight basically just ended it in a, in a nice little quick tap-out. Russell Wilson floats one over. Listen, man. This is going to be crazy. Because even before Russell Wilson, Denver was one of those teams that you never thought over the last couple years was out of any game, even with their bad quarterbacks. They had good defense. They had great. They had good offensive weapons. You're now looking at this team, man. This team looks more streamlined. You can still see like there's, there's some timing issues here and there. But also, this is timing issues going against one of the better defenses in the league. And not just one of the better defenses in the league. A defense that knows your tendencies. The play that we just saw, Russell Wilson did a play that he's probably hit DJ Metcalf with probably 18 times already. And a couple of times that they've been there. And that was just a quick rollout to his, was a quick rollout to his left. You know what I mean? Um, um, throw the uh, and and throw for a nice little a nice a nice little float in, in the corner of the end zone, but the defense is all over that because we've seen this before, we've seen this every day for years, and for us that may be a little bit newer that haven't seen it since as long as you've been here, we got other people telling your tendencies in the beginning. So we had so we so we had a lot of inherent pass down knowledge. Here he goes again. They let him get the stuff underneath. They they gonna let him dink and dunk. 
They're gonna make they're gonna make them have to have some body contact before they get that touchdown or that first down. It's a nice game. This shit got me shaking my legs. Y'all see that shit? Like, I'm over here. Alright, no, we, we we go. Let's see. We have a third down over here. I'm, we gonna we gonna continue to march forward. But you know, we t- I want I want to talk about a little. You know, let's, I want to take a little mini break. How much time we have? Let's take a mini break right here, right? Let's 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 talk about like a let's take a sports mini break. A mini sports break. And let's and let's take talk about like a little personal holiday. You guys, oop, there goes some daylight. You guys may or may not have heard me mention this before, right? But every once in a while. I like to take my own, what I call my own little personal holidays. And it's important to me to have little personal holidays. As I feel like it should be important to everybody to just take out days for yourself. But not a random sick day, right? Where all of a sudden you don't see your, yeah, all of a sudden you're not feeling on a Tuesday. You be like, you know what, fuck that, I'm going to call out sick. Ayo, Mitch, ain't no glaucoma, you know what I mean? Like, no. I mean, like, actual days. Like, for instance, personal holiday. Easy one. Your birthday. I don't care what nobody says. You shouldn't be working on your birthday. Right? Once you've been at your job, at at your proper amount of time, take it off. Make sure you take it off. Have that day to yourself. What is for party? I don't care if it's on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, whatever. Have that day for yourself. But But also other day. Right? Like, for me... I like to take off the day that I joined the army. And I also like to take off one, ooh, two. That may have been just on the line, though. Right, I like, I like to take off the day I joined the army. But not just the day I also joined, I joined the army as a celebration. I also like to take off the day I got out the army. I like to make that my own personal holiday. I don't care what day it falls on. If it falls on a weekend, then I'm, and I give myself a three-day weekend. They ask you what you taking that day off for? It's a personal day. Built-in personal holiday. If if you have if if you have if you have accomplishments, or personal accolades in your life. Graduated college, got that bachelor's, got that master's, got that doctorate. Celebrate that shit every single year. Why not? You could be celebrating everything else that you that things that you don't want to celebrate. Anniversaries, other people's birthday. <laughs> you know, donut day, cat day, boyfriend day, girlfriend day. You got all this, all all these random shits. Make a me day for you. Make make yourself your own personal day. So what's it up? Or just or, or just do what. You probably want to do majority of the time, but there's just people around or you normally have shit to do. Do nothing. Have a day and do nothing. Watch TV and scratch your crotch. You know what I mean? That's it. And of course, for all you... Nate Dogg School of Medicine alumni, you already know what you're gonna be doing that day. And and because now we're 
And we do have a lot of winning streaks going on right now. There's a lot of teams on a one-game winning streak. I mean, yes, everybody's doing it. Except the... AFC South? Is that who, who hasn't won a game? Every conference has a has a, has somebody that has won at least one game. I mean, every division, except for I think the AFC South, and two of them played each other. Yes, folks, the AFC South. Every single team has an O in the win column. But you know what, though? I know you're talking about the personal holiday. You know it's a good day to take a personal holiday for? To go see an art show. And let me tell you this. At the Coral Springs Center of Art, it has a show that will warm the heart. In Art We Lust 3, on October 21st, hold on one second, one second. I am not, I am not giving this the proper justice. I apologize. I apologize. Let's get, let's get this, let's get them set up right. All right. Let's get me out of here. Let's get these guys set up right. Let's put them on the big screen. Right. Let's get you guys some verbiage for them. So, so you guys know what's going on. And let's try this again. So, Coral Spring Center of the Arts. Right? They have a show that's going to warm your heart. And Art We Lust 3 on October 21st is the place to be. With an all-female cast of artists and vendor, this is an event with prime time splendor. Go to the centers, go to centerscs.com, use promo code ART22, you see it at the bottom of your screen, www.thecentercs.com, like centercoldsprings.com, use the code ART22, and go ahead and preserve your tickets today. Now, for those... That are in the South Florida area. And, and mainly it's good for all you guys in the South Florida area. Right? Well, for you guys locally down here, I also have a special treat for you. Right? I have a very, very special treat for you. We will be doing a raffle every single Wednesday from Sharky's for the Art of Lust 3. It's $1 to get your raffle ticket. We will have the raffle running from now until October 12th. October 12th, we will announce the winner. Now, you have to be there to buy a ticket. You don't have to be there to win the contest. Make sure you put your your contact information on the back of the tickets, and we will contact you with your ticket information. I will go ahead and transfer the tickets over to you, and you will have two tickets for the event. 
So the more, so listen, come out there and get yourself a raffle ticket. The more t- raffle tickets you get, the more opportunities that you get to be able to go to this show. And you're gonna want to see it. It's an art show. And if you heard, and, and as you heard in, in the, right, and as you heard, and as you heard me say that, it's an art show that has that is an that is an all female show, an all female cast and crew. So it's it's all female artists, it's all female vendors. It's it's a it's it's a fem- it's it's a it's a woman that's um all woman cast, all woman vendors. I say female, male, female. You know, I don't know how we want to take it. But um um the coordinator and the director of it is a woman as well, obviously, right? And we're trying to get her on the show. We really are. She is the lovely Nikki Di- um Dykin. and sorry, give me a second. It's the only time I ever thought about being a stepdad. I swear to God. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? I need to behave myself. I need to behave myself for real, for real. I need to stop. Get myself a drink. Regain my composure. You guys know I come in ready for the shits, right? I don't want problems. I want. I, I don't want peace. I want problems always. You know how that shit go. So back to it. So yes, we will be having a raffle for you guys every single Wednesday. Get yourself a raffle ticket. Get yourself in the drawing. Like the only way to get yourself these free tickets is to join the raffle. Now, the raffle money is also going to be going to the fundraiser. Half of the raffle money. We'll see, we'll see how much we get. <laughs> but, but raffle winnings will be going to the fundraiser that they'll be donating to as well. So I believe that they're giving to, that, that they are doing a cancer fundraiser as well. I don't know if it's, if it's a breast cancer. I think I saw some pink in there. Right, so maybe a breast cancer fundraiser as as well. So another turnover, another turnover. Look at that. Right? No, no, they have they got pressure off the edge. Right, come off his left side. Bam, they get the Gino. No turnover, but they definitely got the sack for a loss. And he saw him right. Listen, he saw him right on time too, so he could so he can go ahead and tuck that ball, because if he didn't see him. That was about to be a turnover, but he saw him at the very last second. Like, he felt him coming, finally. So, you know what, though? At least tells me that Geno Smith has a little bit of, has, has gained a little bit of pocket presence since his last opportunity from starting. And granted, and that's his opportunity starting. I'm not just talking about for the Jets. I think he also started in Philly for a little while as well, too. If I'm not mistaken, I think he did. Giannis must be hungry because now I'm watching this Subway's commercial. And this Subway sandwich is looking good too. Tell me I'll buy one, get one. Like what, one foot long? Trip is you talking about like one three or six inch? Like pause. Let's get back to the shits. I actually got some, I actually I actually have something that that I was that I wouldn't be expected to have to talk with you guys right now. And I actually got some basketball to talk with you guys, right? It really is weird, right? Like, like I really actually have some basketball, and not just basketball. I got some, 
We got that Knicks talk, that Knicks talk. You know we got that Knicks talk, that Knicks talk. We stay with that Knicks talk, that Knicks talk. You know we got that Knicks talk. We got that Knicks talk. You guys may not have heard this, and it's going to be very brief, but Hall of Famer, already Hall of Famer, right? Walt Clyde Frazier is being inducted into the Hall of Fame again. Yes, folks. Guy Frazier, he's getting he's getting his second induction into the Basketball Hall of Fame. And this time, it's not for his work off, it's not for his work on the court. It's for his superb work on the court. Off the court, sorry. On the mic, off the court. Behind the scenes, commentating, talking up the game. Now, can I tell you? It's actually kind of, I, I find something funny. And I think you guys learned this on the other day on the po- last week on the podcast. I was actually kind of shocked to hear that all Knicks fans don't use the word neophyte. <laughs> like, seriously? Like, like honestly. And, and I'm going to have to call into the station. I'm going to have to call into a station, right? And I'm going to have to call into ESPN New York and figure this one out. Because can you even call yourself a Knicks fan if you don't use the word neophyte? Like, seriously. If you don't say stuff like dishing and swishing. Like, like seriously. Like, can you call yourself a Knicks fan if you're not saying things like that? Like, like uh, listen, I, 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 am, I am flabbergasted. I am beside myself. I, I, am, I am torn. You, you understand? I, I, like, I am triggered as, 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 as triggered can be. Second most in NFL since 2012, Matthew Stafford. 32 career game-winning drives in fourth quarter. They're talking about Russell Wilson over there. Mr. So, we want to give a big, we want to give a nice little shout, oh my God, he dropped the easy pass. We want to give a nice little shout out, right? That was Judy on that one. And obviously, uh, whoa, I don't have it up. Now that's shocking. That's shocking. No wonder I was thrown off the other day, right? But we, but we don't. But we want to give a nice, a nice little big up, like to to Clyde Frazier as he makes his, as he gets inducted into the Hall of Fame twice. Now you understand that like, this is something that you normally hear in like wrestling, right? Thank you, finally. And that's the multiple Hall of Fame inductions, right? But now you're starting to catch it in the other sports as well, especially as now you see the time starting to pass where people that were players are now getting into back, now getting into the Basketball Hall of Fame now for their television work or their commentating work, you know what I mean, or their production work now, or their coaching as well too, right? So and now and now so you're starting to see players get in, like starting to get in for the second time, 
because of that extra work. And uh, But also, we see a group of players that are able now to get into the Hall of Fame for the first time. Right? Because of their work in the game of basketball. Right? Or with the game of basketball versus ooh, in the game of basketball. We're talking about this much. We're talking about... Wait, did they give him the first down? They, I think they did. Did they get the first down? I think they did. It was this much. Boy, it was close. That, was, that sucker was real close. This game is interesting. This game is really interesting. So again... <laughs> To Clive, because he like he is one of the staples of New York of New York football. Oh, he's challenging it. Listen, it was that close when they when I when I, when I saw him. Pete Rose, Pete Carroll, <laughs> he's challenging that because you can I because you can see that it wasn't a first down. Like there was some space in between there, but they're gonna challenge that spot. Oh no, it looks like he got it to me right there. Actually, it looks like he definitely got it to me. Look at that spacing may be bad. Like Pete like Pete Carroll may be asking them to remeasure that. And if they review that properly, they may say that it was definitely a first down. And that the space and, and that the placing of the ball was, was wrong the first time. We'll see how this review comes back. Pete Carroll just did a nice just, just did a challenge. Fanatic challenge too. Oh, fuck out of here! What I'm talking about. Y'all keep this. I'm gonna drop in bomb. No, I'm, I'm joking. So yeah, that's that's, 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 that's that's the only thing I had to get in with the Knicks. But I do have more basketball talk, right? It's very odd. In a day that football should be dominating, and it kind of is, right? Dominated the weekend. Amongst amongst other things happening. I catch myself wanting to talk basketball. And I know what you're saying, like, T, that's just you and your love for basketball. But I can't help it that basketball things come up of relevance. Right? And like, before we get into the heavy topic, like, let's throw in some, some of the light stuff. Like the, like, 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 the, like, the, like, return of the rat. Return of the rat. Return of the rat. Rat Beverly, right? He he makes his he makes his debut in, in Laker Town, right? He's done he's he's done his doing his media day, taking his pictures, addressing the media and stuff like that, and I'm watching this commercial with Deion Sanders and 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 the backstabber, All right? But. Rat Beverly, he gets in, he, um he he does his media day. He walks in, says hello to the crowd, and nothing wrong with what he did. Says hello to the damn. I want food now. Take get any two for six ninety nine each. I may be ordering Papa John's pretty soon. Order myself some brownies, pizza, some twist, and something else. I don't know. I'm gonna go fat pretty soon. Speaking of, I gotta call and make reservations for my brother's birthday this weekend. Four days is my brother's birthday. Which reminds me, folks, we won't be having a podcast on Friday. So we'll be doing our picks on Wednesday. Early on the podcast. So tune in for the picks on Wednesday. Because that's going to be coming to you guys. That's, that's, that's going to be coming early to you guys. 
right? So let me, let me let's, let's get let's let's continue to march forward, right? Unless unless they stay stable for a little while, I'll keep you I'll keep you up in this game. This game is 16-17 right now. Seattle is up, but Denver has the ball and they're driving down to second and four. So the rat greets everybody and says hello. Everybody doesn't quite say hello back. Goes back up to them like, hey, I said hello. Right? He said, we're a family, right? Right? You know, somebody said, I mean, I can say goodbye. You know, I just walk back out. You know, so, you know I said, you know, I, I come greet you. Like, greet me back, please. You know? And I know that, like, it set the tone of it. But also, I don't see anything wrong with that. Like, he, he's letting them know, like, hey, it's not like, let's, let's be good. Let's be good about this. Let's, let's be cool about this. Like, I know I may seem as like this rough and rugged guy, but like when this is when we're being cordial, it's time to be cordial. And then when it's time to start putting on the show, we'll put on the show. And then no doubt they asked him, like, how does it feel to work with LeBron James? And he was like, yo, um, I walked into the shower. Now, this is, this is how I heard the story. He walked into the shower, all right, while LeBron was showering, he grabbed LeBron by the dick. And... He told LeBron that, hey, listen, I made the playoffs last year. You didn't. You guys are playing with me. Like, look at me. I'm the captain now. And he's like, yo, everybody understood. <clears throat> That's the rat for you. The snake, the rat, the cat, and the dog. How you gonna see him when you living in the fog? Rest in peace, DMX. <clears throat> I gotta watch this movie, the new Thor, Tropic Thunder. I and I also have to see that. You know what? I still I still have plenty of movies to watch for the whole DC thing. I haven't watched any of the She Hulk yet. I haven't seen the the Broken Dimensions yet. I haven't seen Thor, Tropic Thunder. I haven't seen the Black Knight, Moon Knight thing. It's, it's quite. I haven't seen um, Shadow and Light and Shadow. So there's a couple of them I still haven't seen. But you know what I started watching recently? You know what I started watching very recently? Did I just finish talking about what I was talking about anyway? Who cares? Since we're talking about the Lakers, actually, in a very weird way. You know what I was, I was watching recently? I started watching this show on Hulu called Legacy. And I'm going to tell you why, right? It's very weird. Since the Michael Jordan thing, right? I forget what, The Last Dance or The Last Stand, whatever it's called. I haven't really watched any more really sports documentaries since then. I haven't really watched any of these things that they put out. Because I haven't watched the Derek Jeter one. And, and obviously, they put out a bunch of ones I don't want to watch. Like they put out the, like the one about the, Boston's, um, the Boston Red Sox. And some other ones that was just too close to the trigger at home. You know what I mean? That I, I can't go down and live down these memory lanes like this. Like, we had some bad memories as my, for my sports fandom. I didn't go out and watch the bad Mike Tyson movie yet. And I didn't watch that, um, that, one, that one they did about magic. Right? But when this one came out, I automatically put it on. And I told myself, self. T, listen to me. You need to start watching these things. Just if it's just something interesting that you may have not known, 
or there's something to talk about with, with, with and for you guys, right? So that we're not just always talking about straight on sports all the time. Like, man, you know, we like, I like to break to the mundane. I always tell you guys, like, my first love was baseball, so I'll go left field anytime. And so I feel like, you know, let me bring some left field shit in here. As Aaron Judge is still stuck on 55 home runs, let's bring some left shit, left, left field in here, you know? shook himself up. See that hurt. Helmet came off. Shook himself completely up. Can't even get up yet. I think it's his knee. I think he ripped his whole entire knee pad open. The linebacker. Let's see. Let's see again. Let's see if his knee pad was already all scraped up before then. Nope, it wasn't. So he hit his own knee on his cleats. I knew I saw something like his whole entire oh, somebody else is down, and like it ripped his whole entire like knee part of his spandex up, right knee pad up, whatever it was, compression pants. It ripped that open immediately. So he may have just caught like a little stinger, you know what I mean, and his knee kind of jammed it up. But now we have number 52 down. And it looks like he may be stretching. I don't know if he's if he's cramping up or anything. Number 57, he's okay. He's good now. Yeah, yeah. It was it was, it was, it was a light jam. Probably just a stinger. Probably going to swell. He's good now. How you doing, Poe? We see you. Haven't seen you in a while. How you doing? How's the other ones? So, I'm watching this show, right? Called Legacy. And... It happens to, and what it is, is going through the Lakers, Lakers organization, Lakers dynasty, through the years. And, no sound. Oh, I don't know then. Hmm. That's interesting. That's interesting. I'm not quite sure why I'm having sound issues on Podbean. But you know what, though? I have not seen this little meter moved in a while. <laughs> but thank you. I'll fix. I'll pop up the news feed coming soon. No wonder. So, Chill Will. If that was the case, how come Chill Will didn't tell me sooner? Like, Chill Will was in my... Yo, Chill Will was in the, the Spaces feed. He was in my Instagram feed. He was even over here. And he and he even say nothing. You know what? Chill Will, I swear. Me and you. You and I. We gonna we gonna be from that one. But it's okay though. It's just about time for me to it was just about time for me to change out that Podbean feed anyway. So let's go ahead and get that um, switched out. So we're gonna lose the, well, I ain't can't even say we're gonna lose the people on Podbean because we didn't have them to begin with. No wonder they were just coming in and out. No wonder the call see no one wanted to call in. I was looking all crazy. All right, let's get this fixed, and let's get the new feed. <laughs> let's get the new feed up and running, and get the and get these guys back in. So as I was saying, so I'm over over here and I'm watching, and I'm watching um the 
the new legacy drink, the new legacy show. And I think I got like one on episode two. And I haven't so far heard too much stuff that I didn't know before. Right? And let me and I was gonna say that I haven't I didn't really hear a lot of stuff that I didn't know. Right? But I mean I guess I like I could say it that way. I didn't hear a lot of things that I didn't know. But there were two things that really popped out on popped out to me early. Right? There were two things that really, really popped out to me early. And one of them were I did not know that Jerry Buss had that many kids. Like, I'm, I know hearing about Jeannie and the two brothers. I didn't realize that there was another girl and I think two more brothers. And... Oh, they missed. Let me take them out. And I didn't know that Jerry Buss had two children younger than me. Yes. I think his last kid is born in like 87 or 89. And we all know that Jerry Buss hasn't been married for a while. So like his last four kids don't look nothing like him, but they kind of look like him. But one looks like a Spanish version of him. One is like an Asian version of him. <laughs> one, you know what I mean? <laughs> one, one looks like an Irish version of him. Like it's really so. His last three kids, you can. Did he make that one? Nope, still didn't make it. Sixty-four yard attempt, no good. Looks like in game one, Russell Wilson is going to take that loss going back to Seattle. Geno Smith gets his first win back as a starter. They're going to, and most likely Seattle's going to go into victory formation. We're going to call this a night. You like the dreads? You like the dreads? Thank you. Thank you. They're coming in, right? So, but I'm watching this, so I'm watching this legacy show. And, like I said, there's not a lot of stuff that I didn't know. Like, obviously, we knew that Jerry Buss and, and Magic were really tight. We know that Magic won a championship the, his first year in. We know about um, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar being injured. I, uh, I didn't know. I guess one thing I didn't know, but it wasn't really minute to me. But as soon as I heard them say this, I, like, I guess this is you can start it. You can, you can hear where a lot of some of the unwritten rules of basketball, how early they come from. I want stuff like a player being cozy with the uh, or being friendly with the owner, you know what I mean? But Jerry Buss was just a different kind of owner back then, and because it was so mom and pop, it's like yo, he went to go meet Magic. Magic had never been in L.A. He put um he put up a place in Magic to stay. You know what I mean? He showed he showed Magic around. You know, like little it was things like that. So and then it was a star. So you can see how the contention. Um, starts to build with other players, but really, they can like when you hear the other players really start to talk about it. It's really more about you can really, really what it what it, what it plays to is, is their weak mindedness, right? Their petty jealousies, right? Like 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 the little things that they can't get over that has nothing to do with the game of basketball because in their mind they perceive something a certain way, so they're building their own little they they're building their own BS narratives. 
and those same BS narratives is why you're not performing, is why you get traded, or why you don't win the way you're supposed to. Because you're worried if Magic is now suddenly telling everything that you guys have done to the owner instead of working about, hey, yo, wondering about, hey, do I need to be in my proper spot where Magic is ready to pass this ball? Um, do I need do I need to make sure I, I'm, I'm over here, do, I'm, I'm playing proper help defense? No, you're over here worrying about things that don't matter. So, damn, Geno Smith, 23 for 28 tonight. Still only 195 yards, though. Still kind of sounds like Geno Smith. Two touchdowns, no interceptions. He, I mean, still only 195 yards. That's very Geno Smith-ish. Like, they, they definitely are still game-managing him. But it's okay. Like, Geno Smith may actually listen this time because it's what made Russell Wilson successful in this offense, right? And with this team and with that coach. And we see where it led for Russell Wilson. Geno Smith... Well, it may not lead Geno Smith to a Super Bowl. Geno Smith may may um may take this more serious than he's ever taken any other role that he's taken before because this may lead to him being a better quarterback and even help him get a starting job again, possibly. After this, if this doesn't work out for some reason, if they let him go early or he gets injured. Don't mess up this opportunity, Geno. You got yourself a nice win. You can't be taking those hits. So, like I said, so back back to the legacy show, right? Because it's crazy, right? One thing I said, one thing I didn't know was that Jerry Buss had that many kids. I think he has like six kids. I think I only knew about three. The other thing I didn't know at all, and I don't know why this never popped up on my radar, that Magic Johnson was signed to a $25 million deal for 25 years. He got one of those Bobby Bonilla deals, and I did not know that. They were going to pay him a million dollars every year, plus, you know, whatever, you know, whatever, for 25 years. Now, that jealousy rift that started coming into play with Magic and the players... This is kind of what started it, was his contract for 25 years. Because they didn't know if he was one of them or if he was one of, if he if he was part of the players or if he was part of management. And it was like, listen, I can't do it. I, I, said, I can't, I have nothing to do with the kind of money they want to give me. But Jerry Buss was grooming Magic to learn the business. Now, see, now you understand why Magic is so loyal and indebted to the Lakers organization. Listen to what I told you. From the moment he was drafted, they met him personally. Brought him to his house. Home-cooked meal. Showed him around. As a young kid. Brought him into the clubs. Brought him, brought him around these celebrities. Brought him around business meetings. Taught him the business. Taught him business. But it also taught him the business of basketball. Like this is this is what he did for me. So you know, this is why Magic is so loyal to him. Like you have to you have to understand how 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 deep that goes. And and he was and he was loyal to him at a young age, and he's been loyal to the Lakers ever since. It's funny too. I still think him and Jeannie did something at least once. 
<laughs> Don't ask me why. But for some reason, oh, this is nice. Russell Wilson and DJ Metcalf exchanging um, jerseys in the middle of the field. But I really think they need this in the release one. At least once. They, they, I, I, they, I feel like she's too in awe of him sometimes. <laughs> well, like I said, that's just speculation. See, though, the two things I did, like, so I think I'm, I'm about two, three episodes in. And we go. It, it really is a nice little reminiscent, like, walk down memory lane. And this may be, I don't know if this is the, the documentary that Magic was talking about he was making. And the one that 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 Mad that Michael having his last dance inspired him to make because this really is a walk down the Lakers the Lakers dynasty at first. But of course, you can't talk about the Lakers without talking about Magic. So it kind of starts off really just a little bit about the Lakers before Magic, because really before Magic is really before Jerry Buss as well, and they both were rookies at the same time. So they both came in the league the same time. They both won their first year at the same time. Like they've been tied at hip since the very beginning. Like I said, like it's 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 a it's a it's a nice story that they're telling so far. It really is. And I, I and I didn't I didn't even think about it when I was watching it earlier that this may be the magic documentary in a weird way just but 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 disguised as the Lakers documentary but maybe this is the Lakers one but I'm gonna watch this and I'm gonna go back right I'm gonna watch it probably I'm gonna watch it again I'm gonna watch that magic one that, that I'm gonna watch that other magic one that he hasn't watched that, they, that he didn't approve I'm gonna watch that Michael that Mike Tyson one that he hasn't approved yet either <laughs> I'm gonna watch all these bad ones right all these ones that look bad and I'm gonna let you guys know how these things are because I really like I gotta get into some of these things. Like I can't just watch nothing but sports and anime all the time. I'm, I'm still watching more of these sport <laughs> slash documentaries that they have out there. Jesus, I'm just afraid they're gonna be bad. Like I remember watching some of these documentaries as kids, and that's just like that's maybe why it's hard for me to watch the new Mike Tyson. Like I've I've seen three different versions of this Mike Tyson already. And I don't know if I want to watch somebody else's bad fourth. Buy one, get one for me. See, I'm just flat out hungry now. You know what? I think we're gonna wrap it up here. I, I, got, I got. Listen, I ain't gonna lie to you. I got, I got more basketball to talk, to talk about. Or uh, maybe I leave you with this. I'm gonna leave you with this, and I'm gonna wrap it up, right? And when we come back, we'll talk about it on Thursday. Can you name a basketball team that can beat the team, since we're talking about him, of Magic Johnson, Michael Jordan, Larry Bird, Tim Duncan, and Wilt Chamberlain? And I ain't gonna lie. If you wanted to, just because we're talking Lakers. After that, I want you to take the all-time Lakers great. And see if you can make a team that can beat them. All, all Lakers team? You're talking about 
access to Wilt, Kareem, Magic, Kobe, LeBron, Jerry. Like, this list is extensive. The mailman. <laughs> no, it'll have to be like all Tom Lakers, though. Shaq, though. But Jesus. You understand the catalog you'll be exposed to. It's crazy. But yeah, let's keep it simple. You give me one that you think can beat Magic, Mike, Bird, Tim, and Wilt. I think I got a five. I think I got a five that in a seven-game series, they may be able to get them. They may be able to get them. I'm unsure about one about one particular position. And it's the only position that wouldn't have a champion on it. Well, maybe. I think he is a champion. But he wasn't the key reason why that team won a champion. But I have one position that has doesn't have a champion on it, in it. Because remember, these are champions on everywhere else. Wilt, Champ, Tim, Champ, Bird, Mike, Magic, Champ. I paused about Wilt. I can't remember if Wilt had won one. I think Wilt stuck with one or two championships in his career. So I'm gonna leave you guys with that. When we come back on Wednesday, right? We'll pick that back up and see what and see what you guys have for me. We're gonna do our picks on Wednesday as well. We'll get more into some of these topics that we didn't get a chance to talk talk about this uh, talk about today. Hopefully, we'll talk about some of these college hot seats and some of these co- and some of these things that happened in college. Right now, Anthony Davis has happened to Anthony Davis. Anthony Edwards is having to apologize to um, um to his basketball constituents for gay slurs. Let me see. We have to get more to see what that's all about. But folks, not only have we officially wrapped up a week's worth of podcasting, three days, right? We also have wrapped up the first week of football. So I want you guys. I, I want to start like leaving you guys with a nice little saying, right? <laughs> I don't know if you caught it last time, but but let, let's go ahead and, and leave you guys saying, right? Getting trashed. It's the American way. And with that, it's the Mighty Sports Podcast. I am your boy, Dallin Thomas Taylor. And we are out of here. Out of here. <laughs> Yo. Fade me down probably before I chop you. See? Technical difficulties. Emotional damage and shit. Don't forget the art show. You guys make it down there. Alright, let's go old school. That's why we have it. Share my talents with Podbean Live. Oh, you are a pick the pod there. The 
with Russ already. We are not happy with Russ. It's going down in the champagne room. Oh, this week's Blue Chew promo code. N-O-K-J. That is November Oscar Lima Juliet. Don't forget to get your first your order of Blue Chew for free. Because remember, Blue Chew is that little blue pill that can get you back your thrill. All you need to do is open up a pack and head straight to the sack. Just a few chews before you do, 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 do. It has the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so this is one opportunity that you just can't miss. She'll love how you come through like a champ when you blue chew in advance. And if you use this week's pro if you use this week's promo code, you'll be able to get your first order for free. Yes, folks, your first order for a free free for free 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 free. Only thing you have to do is pay for shipping and handling. Make sure you take care of your postal workers. And that'll be it. Bluetooth. Like, there's really just two instructions. You chew it, and then you do it. 